The Augusta Regional Transportation Study, ARTS, invites you to help plan the regional transportation projects. Give your input on roadways, public transit, multi-use trails, bikeways, aviation, and sidewalks. Choose a date and a location from this list below that's convenient to you. Monday, March the 9th from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m., we will be at the Sweetwater Community Center, 296 Sweetwater Road, North Augusta, South Carolina, 29860. On Tuesday, March the 10th from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m., we'll be at the First Baptist Church of Augusta, 3500 Walton Way Extension, Augusta, Georgia, 30909. On Tuesday, again, Columbia County Water Utility Department, 2140 William View Parkway, Grovetown, Georgia, 30813. This week on Wednesday, March 11th, also from 4 to 7, we will be at the Grovetown City Council Chambers, and that's located at 103 Old Wrightsboro Road in Grovetown, Georgia, 30813. On Wednesday, also North Augusta Community Center, located at 495 Brookside Avenue in North Augusta, 29841. And then finally on Thursday, March 12th from 4 till 7, we'll be at the Robert Howard Community Center at 103 Diamond Lakes Way in Hepzibah, and that's 30815. And then at the same time, March 12th from 4 till 7, we'll be at the Odell Weeks Activity Center at 1700 Whiskey Road in Aiken, and that is 29803. Please contact the City of Augusta Planning and Development Department at 706-821-1796 for more information about these community meetings. Persons who require special accommodations under the Americans with Disabilities Act or those requiring language translation services may contact the planning office for assistance or visit our webpage at futuremobility2050.com. Do you need insurance for your car, home, life, or business? Then trust Jay Harvey, your Allstate insurance agent in Evans, Georgia. He opened his agency in 2017 because he loves helping and working with people. As a husband and father, he understands the importance of helping families prepare for the unexpected. You can get a personalized insurance quote today by calling 706-434-8106. Jay's office is located at 3118-8 William Few Parkway in Evans, Georgia. Remember, you're in good hands with Jay Harvey, your neighborhood Allstate insurance agent. Welcome to Making a Difference. I'm your host, Ken Macon. Very excited about uh, what I want to present to you guys today. Uh, we'll be talking about the Augusta Regional Transportation Study, or ARTS. And I know normally, you know, if, if we're talking about the ARTS, you guys are thinking about so many different things. But today we're talking prim primarily about transportation. So I have two gentlemen here. Uh, very excited to introduce to you the first uh, as a transportation planner uh, with the city of Augusta, Georgia. Um, I also have here a principal consultant um, and project manager uh, for the uh, ARTS study. And so I'm here with Dr. Oliver Page, and Glenn Coyne. So, so glad to have you guys on the show today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. First thing I want to ask, and I'm sure listening audience is, arts, what, transportation, what, what's, what's going on here? So if you guys can kind of share uh, information about what arts is. Arts is a metropolitan planning organization, which is a federally assigned agency that deals with planning transportation projects, especially those that use federal funds. Now, highways, public transit, they all use federal funds, but they, those federal funds cannot be dispersed un, 
lest you have an agency such as an MPO in areas with 50,000 or more population. So if you want to have improved transit services, if you want to have um, intersections that use federal funds, those requests are channeled through a metropolitan planning organization such as ourselves. And we are responsible for um, four counties, all of Richmond County, um, a large part of Columbia County, a small part of Edgefield County, and a large part of Aiken County. And that is certainly, you know, our, our listening audience when you talk about those particular counties. Uh, Glenn, you want to uh, add something to Oliver's commentary, I can imagine. Sure. Um, as Oliver pointed out, there, there's an MPO, uh, Metropolitan Planning Organization, in every metropolitan area around the country. And each of those are required to do a plan. And that plan needs to be looking far into the future, 20 or 30 years out. And, uh, and, and as Oliver was pointing out, uh, the federal funds for transportation are funneled through those MPOs. And, and you can't turn on those federal funds and get those to your area until you successfully update your long-range plan every five years. So that's one of the things that our firm has been asked to assist the city with in the update of that uh, long-range plan. That's great. And like I said, so much of this is going to be informational. The first thing I want to ask you about before we talk about the specifics of the survey is the type of partnerships, you know, that are involved when you talk about, you know, essentially um, MPOs and, you know, in integrating so many counties and even counties, you know, across state borders. Like what how much of uh, how much legwork is, is required to kind of bring all the partners in? Well, ARTS is a bi-state MPO. We um, have Richmond County and Columbia County. And in South Carolina, we have Aiken and Edgeville County. We work with the um, cities and the towns in our um, jurisdiction. And reaching out to these um, organizations, these um, jurisdictions, we have to um, form partnerships. And ARTS, even though the headquarters is here in Augusta, we also have partners in Columbia County, Aiken County, who help us in the work that we do. That's good to know. All right, go ahead. <laughs> to add on to that, I think another important partnership is with the two departments of transportation, um, South Carolina and Georgia. And as you would imagine, they each have a little bit different ways that they approach things. And sometimes the, the uh, term of, of planning projects are a little bit different. You know, one might be five years, one might be six years, or you know, there's sort of subtleties there that we need to take a look at when we're talking about these partnerships. But um, they're a very important player in this as well. And um, so Oliver and his team do a really good job of managing all of those different uh, relationships between the two DOTs, between all the communities and the four counties. An important player in, in the arts, MPO, is the public. Um, a lot of our processes are driven by public input. In fact, we have a public participation plan where we are measured and we are our success is determined by how effective we are as to getting public input into a lot of the things that we do. So um, being on your radio program is really an opportunity for us to encourage the um, public to get involved in this process, which um, is done every five years, but we have other um, projects, other um, processes that we require public input on an ongoing basis. And that is certainly why I'm here is the, the public input piece, and that is incidentally how you know, we're able to set up this conversation. I just want to kind of 
kind of bring folks up to speed. And I first of all, I want to encourage you guys uh, to look up Arts 2050, uh, FutureMobility2050.com is the address. Is that That's correct? right. So I want to encourage you guys first and foremost to, to check that out. Just we also have a Facebook site as well, um, facebook.com forward slash FutureMobility2050.com. Absolutely. And we will actually, I will share that not only uh, within the uh, the parameters of this podcast, but we'll also share that on our Facebook page as well so that we can get the word out. Um, but just to kind of get everybody up to, uh, to get the listening audience up to speed, basically what happened is that I had a chance to uh, sit down and uh, here in Augusta um, and have, and as the conversation was being had, you know, about this particular survey and about some of the findings. And one of the, the findings that got my attention, um, you know, were some of the feedback in terms of, you know, that, um, you know, whom you all were hearing back from. And so a large portion of whom you all were hearing back from were people who had reliable transportation, people who drove and different things like that. And so my concern, and I actually had expressed this, I don't know if I ran up to Glenn as soon as it was over, but <laughs> pretty expeditiously I made my way uh, to Glenn and I said, well, you know, I feel like that there are some folks here who are, um, who may be left out of the conversation. First and foremost, the folks who, um, do not have reliable transportation. Before I get into the specifics of that, I want to ask when you when we when we do MPOs and we do these things, what are the levels of service that you all are looking for? Because transportation needs mean different things to different people to different counties. In Columbia County, you know the transportation issue is well, man, we got a lot of traffic here. You know, there's um, traffic jams, different things like that. In a more rural community. The issue of transportation of a bus here, a bus there, or if a bus is feasible, you know, becomes the becomes the issue. So, kind of talk to us about just those um, the varying levels of service. Well, it's a great question, and I think um, th th this is a very comprehensive transportation plan, and um, we go out of our way to make sure that. Um, all sides are represented. Sure. So, uh, you know, we one of the exercises that we do with the public is, you know, we talk to them about the allocation of resources and where those resources go. So you have things like road widenings, you have intersection improvements, you may have, you know, things that have to do with roads and bridges primarily. But then there are all the other things like bicycle facilities, transit, um, safety improvements, um, new technologies that might come out. And, um, and those are the type of things we wanna make sure that we encourage people to think about, whereas if you just, you just wisely pointed out that sometimes you think about just single vehicle cars or your truck or your van that you're driving in. And so we have to go out of our way in the process to make sure that those other alternative ways of getting around are talked about. I think another important aspect of this is that through the planning process that we've adopted and that the DOT requires us to go through, is that we have to give special consideration to underserved populations. Mm -hmm. We have to make sure that uh, the way we announce meetings, the way that we uh, accommodate folks at meetings, the way we hold meetings, um, access to information is all equal. And um, th there's a word in the planning, uh, in the transportation planning called environmental justice. And what that means is that the populations that don't typically have an opportunity to participate are given that opportunity. And so, um, that's where we spend a lot of time talking about transit, and that isn't just buses or trains or other types of, that is microtransit. That could be vans that pick up five or six people and take them to the doctor. That could be many other ways people get around. So um, in, in the analysis of all of the different alternatives, it's very important for us to not just focus on the typical roads and bridges um, uh, types of projects. 
And following on from Glenn, environmental justice and Title VI is one of the measures of the success of the arts. Um, because we receive federal funds for translation projects, we're also measured by federal agencies who give us those funds to channel through. So we try to um, meet with community groups. And in this particular project, we are actually going out to the people rather than getting the people to come to us. And we are using social media. There are many people who do not come to meetings, but they do go on Facebook. They do go on the internet. And we have been to a number of um, um, commissioner um, stakeholder meetings. We've been to a number of community housing community meetings. So we're hopefully fulfilling our environmental justice needs by reaching different um, community groups and ensuring that they have equal access to give us their input as to the work that we do here at Arts and also for this Metropolitan Transportation Plan. Be back in a bit. You are listening to Making a Difference. This is Donald Doe and Michael Doe with Family Financial Consultants. Do you need help with Medicare, with affordable mortgage and life insurance, building an estate for your child? We provide these types of services for you and much more. As independent insurance brokers, we take pride in coming into people's homes and not only saving them money, but changing their lives. Imagine only paying a few dollars for your medicine instead of hundreds, or cutting the cost of your insurance premiums. Our goal is to provide affordable policies tailored to your individual needs. Give us a call at 803-293-8915 or 706-503-3933. Family Financial Consultants, LLC, located at 412 Edgefield Road in North Augusta, South Carolina. Agents work for companies, but a broker works for you. Adversity, challenges, and mediocrity are a part of any business or organization. What separates a good business or organization from a great one is how staff and members work together to reach common goals and to keep their eyes on the prize. I'm Janice Allen Jackson with Janice Allen Jackson & Associates, LLC, and there is a better way for you to reach your goals. Our mission is to enhance the effectiveness of organizations by equipping leaders to better serve their customers, employees, and the larger community. While many consultants provide the same solutions to each client, we tailor our approach to you. We provide leadership-based speaking services, strategic planning, problem solving, and other organizational development services to government, business, religious, and nonprofit organizations. In business, it's important to have a leg up on the competition. With any organization, being on one accord and identifying why you aren't achieving what you want is crucial. We specialize in excellence, so we work hard to understand your needs and work with your organization to achieve and meet those needs. Call or text me today at 704-707-5114, or you can email us at JaniceAllenJackson at gmail.com. We're here to help your organization find a better way. Follow Janice Allen Jackson and Associates on Twitter at this handle, J-A-J and Associate LLC. That's spelled J-A-J-A-N-D-A-S-S-O-C-L-L-C. Hey, y'all. We're going to get back to the show in just a minute. But first, I want to tell you about my good friends over at Quick Print Augusta. I want to tell you about some of the services they provide. They do family reunion t-shirts, political flyers, logo designs, church programs, church fans, brochures, business cards, and 
banners. So if you need any of those things, and I'm pretty sure you do, give them a call at 706-750-9779. That's 706-750-9779. You can also shoot them an email at info at quickprintaugusta.com. Info at quickprintaugusta.com. You can also hit them up on Facebook at Quick Print Augusta. But wait, there's more. If you mention making a difference to the good folks at Quick Print Augusta, they will give you 10% off of your order. Again, if you mention M-A-D, making a difference, they'll give you 10% off. Enjoy the rest of the show. What would it look like and how cool would it be if you could just say, just for the sake of these four counties, if you had like a centralized hub like a North Augusta or um, basically Aiken County, and you were able to say, well, hey, I can from here, I can get a bus to Edgefield, I can get a bus to Columbia County, I can get a bus or whatever form of transportation. What would that look like and how much, um, how dramatically would that change um, this city just in terms of job, people getting the job opportunities, different things like that. I'll also say this, and I'll just say this specifically. This is a metropolitan, by definition, it's a metropolitan study. To me, if Augusta um, and greater Augusta is going to say, hey, we're a metropolitan area. To me, these transportation needs have to be fulfilled. You know, these are things that I just think just by virtue of the population, um, by virtue of this unique opportunity, I think this is just something that can be so helpful to our community. They can be fulfilled, but as um, we have said, it's dependent on public input. Absolutely. Right. And so um, this is an opportunity. Um, you can come to um, arts here at the municipal building, um, the third floor, planning and development department, or you can participate um, by attending our community meetings and going online. So by reaching out, we're hoping that everyone will take the opportunity. Um, we have found that um, people who are very um, clued up in their community tend to come to our meetings, but there are others who um, they value their community, but they feel that, that they will have a little input by participating. That's not the case here. We want people to come to um, our meeting to participate in this process because it happens once every five years. Right. Lynn, I, I see you kind of been inquiring about a couple of things. <laughs> well, I, it, it reminded me that uh, one of the things that we did very early in this process was we took a look at what happened since the last plan. And people might be interested to know that, well, you're talking about 2050, that's 30 years from now. I can't really get my head around how far out that is, and that's not going to really impact me and my family. But we took a look at the last plan and the short-term projects that were identified in that plan, and fully 90% of those have either been completed or substantially underway. Wow. So this is um, building on Oliver's point about come to these meetings and let us know your priorities because this matters and it will translate into projects. And we could go down the list and I could show you projects around the metropolitan area that have been built and completed and I'm sure folks know what some of those are. But those started with somebody uh, talking about them in a plan and coming to a meeting and, and talking about them. So until we hear that and know that, they can't turn into real projects. But um, just to point out that this is a real world, uh, this, sometimes planning exercises are theoretical and, and don't really see results. But in this case, it does translate into real projects. Yeah. What I'm hearing is the future is now. <laughs> yes, yes, it and is. We, we have an, you have an opportunity of providing input and to, to commence this planning process for better transportation in future years. And I think one of the tricks about that word future is sometimes we don't even know what the future holds. Um, how people are gonna get around could drastically change. Um, electric cars, um, we could have people, even today when, when folks are doing a development, they look at their parking ratios and 
the number of young people who take Uber or Lyft or some other uh, means to get to places don't need a parking space. So we're looking at how many parking spaces are required in development these days because the ways people get around are shifting already. And then you add on top of it the uh, technologies with the new transit, um, other ways that people might get around 10, even five years from now. Sure. Yes. We, 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 sometimes we, we don't know, but we want to try to anticipate some of those eventualities and let people think a little bit outside the box. I'm, I'm very excited for this because, you know, what I'm hearing is, is that, and I'm just, I'm really hoping that, you know, making a difference in what we're doing here can really just be a liaison and just kind of provide that information for folks because someone may be listening to this in Edgefield County and saying, well, you know, here are some things that we need in Edgefield County and they can know where to go and know who to speak to, to get some of those concerns heard. And, you know, likewise in Aiken County and, and just the surrounding areas, I, I really want people to know, um, how they can participate in the process and also something else too we talked about uh, before we came on air uh, was uh, the surveys i know you guys have primarily have the online surveys and so if you want to you know provide feedback and you know kind of give insight uh, on these things you can go online but i understand you also have paper surveys as well yes at the community meetings that we are hosting we will be having um, the survey paper surveys and we are ho also hoping to do some road shows during March where we will be going hopefully to some venues um, and handing out um, paper surveys for people to um, complete. The paper survey is basically similar to the same as the online survey, but we want as many people to um, engage in the survey. Um, we had a very, very good phase one public outreach because we attended the um, Arts and the Heart Festival and we were giving out surveys there and many people um, participated. So this year, and this second phase, we're hoping that by going on the road um, to selected venues and community meetings, we'll also get a very good response rate by community members participating in the survey. That's good. Um, I also, I don't know if you guys already do this, I know Augusta is really big in terms of your community centers. Mm -hmm. um, do you guys get a chance to go to the community centers and, and have these dialogues? Um, yes. Um, some of our meetings are at community centers. And we have, um, in the city of Augusta, information about the survey, information about the community meetings has been sent to everyone on the city of Augusta network. Our partner jurisdictions are also pushing information out to those um, networks too. So we are hoping to um, get a lot of um, awareness of the surveys of the public community meetings for people to participate. Again, we'll have folks from both um the consulting side and the arts staff side at each of these meetings and we will be prepared to uh, if folks want to just chat with us if they'd like to leave written comments if they'd like to take the survey on paper however they would like to interact with us we're gonna have several opportunities this is I mean I'm, I'm just so impressed by because like I said for my part when I came in I was just just kind of like I said looking at the information is kind of taking in when I had a chance to kind of go back and do research and look at the PowerPoint that you guys put up and just uh, the extensive work that you guys have done over over an extended period of time it's it's really impressive and it's a 30-year transportation plan but as my dear friends are telling you here uh the future is now and we want you to come out and we want you to really support this endeavor any uh, anything else you guys want to share with the community well they'll get to meet me at one of the meetings so <laughs> that's a good thing but we do want people to come out and um, to the community meetings we do want people to um, participate through the uh, online survey. And if people um, want us to uh, mail them a paper survey, um, we can do that. There is um, contact information 
um, you can either go to the website futuremobility2050.com or you can email us at contact futuremobility2050.com or you can call 706-821-1796. That's good. Glenn, you? <laughs> no, I again, I want to thank you for inviting us to talk about this for a few minutes. I think it's a valuable way to get the word out. And I think one thing I would say is even though we have all of these meetings in these different places, this is a network. And as you pointed out, this is one community. And uh, how we're looking at transportation, we're looking at it as a network. So one day you may be on a bicycle, one day you may be on in your car, and one day you may be walking. And I think how you get around and what each trip uh, in the future that, that you'll take is going to be impacted by what we do. So even though we're dividing this up into neighborhoods for the purposes of the meetings, it's all going to go into one big plan and one network. And the month of March is public input month. So if you're unable to make the community meetings, you can go online um, and take the survey, but we, you can communicate with us directly for the month of March. That's really good. I Like I said, I'm so impressed by what you guys do. I'm really looking forward uh, to the feedback from the listening audience. And again, Dr. Page, uh, Glenn, want to thank you guys so much uh, for being on Making a Difference today. Thank you. Thank you.